0: Andrew Pitkin on your KNEM KNMO update program here joined by the sheriff of Vernon County. That's Jason Mosher. And Jason, thanks for coming on in. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, no problem. And we'll get right into just this year so far, 2021, because we talked toward the end of 2020. Uh, Have there been any changes? Uh, What looks new this year?
1: So there's been some changes, of course. uh, You know, COVID, as everybody knows, last year really uh, shook things up, um, especially in our jail, the way we did stuff. You know, we had some challenges we had to overcome there. So uh, we're hoping with 2021 we can start getting back to uh, I guess what we would call normal. Um, Some of the things that we had to change up because of COVID, you know, we can get back to some of that stuff. Um, So there's been uh, quite a bit going on within the jail. Um, You know, of course, uh, stuff in Jeff City starting to move again. Um, There's some bills coming up that could affect law enforcement, so we've been active with trying to monitor those and have a voice heard in that Um, and you know uh, stuff on the road is moving moving like it always has
0: absolutely and we'll touch on many of those things but first off i'm not sure if on the last update program we talked about you being sworn in again as vernon county sheriff so how much of an honor was it for you to to have that again
1: it's a really uh, big honor Um, you know to to have people put trust in you to help keep the community safe um, you know to be able to serve the community that you grew up in um, is a really big honor Uh, it's a privilege to be able to serve as sheriff in our county
0: Absolutely, and so you brought up uh, the jail, but we'll go with um, some of those bills that you were talking about going on in Jefferson City. And you actually uh, flew to Jefferson City yesterday, so you want to talk about how that came about a bit?
1: Yeah, so uh, one of the important bills, um, there's several going on that could affect law enforcement. Of course, the big one, a lot of people have heard of the SAPA bill, um, which is a Second Amendment Preservation Act. Um, this It's a good bill, has good intentions behind it, um, and sheriffs are in support of it. Um, This is a bill that would, um, you know, help reiterate that the Second Amendment rights of Missouri citizens won't be violated by the federal government. Um, There was just a little bit of concern from the wordage, though. Um, There was concern that if this passed the way it's written, it could prohibit local law enforcement from working with the federal government on any case involving criminal cases. Um, you know, that violated Missouri law. Um, so we wanted to make sure that, that we had a voice in Jeff City and we we're able to talk with some of those senators um, that are working on this bill and representatives um, to let them know that we support the bill, that we support protecting people's Second Amendment rights. Um, we just want to make sure it doesn't hinder us when we're trying to investigate criminal violations. Um, and we had some good conversations in uh, the Capitol yesterday, and I think, um, you know, they understand where we're coming from um and and we had a local citizen that uh we're real grateful to because we had a lot going on yesterday i wanted to be able to be in jeff city to meet with some of those people over the bill but we had some other stuff here we had to do um of course jeff city you know is about a three-hour drive so that's a big part of the day just driving so we had a local citizen um you know get a hold of me and say hey if you'd like to go to this i'll fly you down there in a in a small airplane um I'm not a real big fan of flying or heights, but um, you know it, it was about a 40-minute flight to get down there, so uh, that saved a lot of time out of our day, so we were able to get everything done that we needed to, so um, we really appreciated that.
0: Had you ever had an experience flying in a plane that small before?
1: I've flown in a plane a couple of times, which is why I wasn't a big fan of uh, of flying. Um, but I didn't want to turn down the opportunity, you know, as a local citizen offering. And um, and it really did help a lot because, like I said, there was there's some other stuff that we really needed to get done. Um, and to spend most of your day just driving to spend, you know, a couple hours at the Capitol talking to people. Um, that really does help to, you know, somebody offers um, to take us down there. So we really appreciated that. Saved a lot of time. Um, we were able to um, meet with sheriffs from all over the state, showed up, and we were able to uh, express our support for this, but also our our concern with just getting some language in it that would not hinder us from working, you know, some of the cases that we do, which ultimately would come down to a lot of our drug cases, um, the case that we work with, the DEA, um, the ATF. So uh, we feel real good about the conversations we had there, uh, making sure they understood that we weren't against the bill, we were support of it, but we just wanted some changes made in it.
0: Speaking with the Vernon County Sheriff, that's Jason Mosier. And Jason, you mentioned as well that there were many law enforcement officers who were there and present to make their voices heard. How many were there, would you say?
1: Um, I'm going to estimate there was between 20 and 30 sheriffs from across the state um, that showed up. Uh, We had real good support from our district. Um, We had, uh, you know, the sheriff from Bates County was there. The sheriff from Cass County was there. Um, So we had a lot of uh, sheriffs, even just from this area, that um, that were at the Capitol. Um, you know, this was a, a hearing where the public could come. They had people speaking about the bill, explaining what it did. Um, but we had the back of that room, you know, lined with sheriffs standing back there. And um, and it was a real positive thing. Everybody was glad to see us there. And we got to, to visit with people and um, express our support. And, you know, of course, um, just our concerns for getting some language changed in it.
0: All right, so we'll move into the jail portion of our conversation here, and specifically related to COVID-19, because I know the last time we talked a few months ago, there had been, I think, only one case discovered in the jail in Vernon County. So at this point, what are the updates on those numbers? So we ended up
1: having two cases in the jail, um, which we were... Um, real grateful to only you know have that many. We were we were worried about a jail as confined as that is, uh, limited on how you can move people around. Um, you know, uh, of course, we're worried about an outbreak in the jail. Um, our staff had been very very diligent with trying to uh, constantly clean, monitor. Um, of course, you know, if any inmate had any concerns of, of a fever, a cough, or any of the signs, they're immediately pulling them out and trying to isolate them. Um, and and we've managed to only have two cases, so we're real grateful for that. Um, we're still taking some of those precautions, but we're starting to look now at, um, you know, what what timeline can we have to, to get back to normal? Because some of these services that we offered in our jail, we had put on hold. Uh, some of the groups that come in and visit with the inmates to provide resources to them, um, and we want to make sure they still get that. So we're trying to look at a, a safe way to do it and a timeline where we can get those services back in the jail.
0: Would you say that timeline is still being worked out, or are there some steps uh, being taken already to get that timeline in place?
1: We don't have a timeline in place yet. Um, we're going to meet with some people from those groups and, of course, involve our medical staff from the jail um, so that we can figure out you know, uh, what provisions or safety steps do we need to still take but also slowly try to integrate that stuff back into our jail because we don't want to go um, you know, longer than we have to without having those services for inmates.
0: And trash pickup for inmates, is that something that will be coming back with the warm weather?
1: Yes, yeah, so we're hoping as the weather warms up this year, we can go back to our cleanup days is, is uh, what we'd call them. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a good thing because it, it gives uh, the inmates a chance to get outside. You know, uh, it's it's good for them to, especially on nice days, to say, hey, this is what you're missing out on. You, you shouldn't be in jail. You should be out working or doing something. Um, so taking them outside so they can work. Give back to the community, pick up trash. Um, you know, it's just one of the programs that we've tried to do over the years um, when we have the staffing and availability to get them out there and clean up on the sides of roads. We've done parks for some of the communities around here. So we're hoping to start that again as the weather warms up. Um, again, we'll have to see if anything needs to be changed on how we do that or the amount of inmates we take out because of uh, COVID.
0: And one more thing that we just want to touch on because we've seen some of the posts on Facebook that um, kind of a there's a new strategy for some of these people who come to Vernon County uh, trying to traffic drugs around. And so what exactly is that, Sheriff Mosier?
1: So what we've been finding is we knew a lot of our drugs are in this in this area they come mainly from Kansas City. Um so you'll have people around here that sell drugs, they'll get their stuff from from dealers in Kansas City, they sell it around here. Um, you know, our investigations unit for the last several years has been extremely active with constantly trying to track down who's selling the stuff. Um we've been successful at that. Um, but what we've realized now is some of those people that used to just sell to people in Vernon County, maybe that person's not there to sell to anymore. Um, so they're coming down here themselves and they're renting hotel rooms and then they're just trying to... Uh, Have some contacts and let people know. Hey, we're in we're in Nevada for a couple of days. Come by this hotel room, and you can you can buy something. Um, Just in the last couple of months, we've we've had two separate cases now where we've hit hotel rooms um, that's had a a substantial amount of drugs in them. Um, The most recent uh, the individual arrested was from Independent, so he was wasn't from around here. He came down to Nevada to stay in a hotel and sell drugs. Um, So we're monitoring that. Um, You know, that's concerning to us that uh you know they're they're taking those steps if they can't find somebody else to sell to that already lives here they'll come down here themselves so we want to monitor that and make sure they know if you come down here we're still gonna find you and and you'll visit vernon county bed and breakfast
0: well what new challenges as well come with someone from out of town doing something like this what what new challenges have you found so the biggest challenge is
1: um is you don't have those same contacts you know that we normally would somebody that that uh, maybe already on our radar somebody that's been in our jail before they're out you know those are people we try to keep an eye on um any information we get you know as to are they are they dealing again are they working somewhere we kind of try to keep tabs and figure out um you know who might be the one selling at the time when you know that some stuff's still being sold and it's reaching people Uh, But you don't have any information coming back to the people we normally deal with. It makes it a little bit harder because you've got somebody that's never been on your radar. You have no information on them. They're just showing up in town and, uh, you know, staying at a friend's house or a hotel. Um, So it makes it a little bit harder. So, um, you know, investigators are, are trying to develop some ways to start monitoring that a little
0: bit different than we used to. Well, I hope you're able to hold things uh, hold things down pretty well over at the bed and breakfast like you talk about. Anything else you want to mention here, Jason Moser? No, thanks for having me in. It's
1: great to uh, be with you guys.
0: Absolutely. That's Vernon County Sheriff Jason Moser, right here on your k and and Update Program. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.